Good to care blood, ain't you? We have such sights to show you. It's alive! Ever you do, don't fall asleep. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Here's Johnny! Hello, and thank you for joining us for another night of Camp Blood. My name's Steven, and back again is Alicia. Yes, me. Today we're doing what we did last time, well, in the last regular episode, and we're reviewing a movie that's still in the theater. And we're reviewing 2018's Halloween. Last October, we went through all the Halloween movies in a three-hour episode. Wow. Yeah, that was our special. Yep, and Annie was there, and we went through each and every one of them, all the way from one through eight, and the two Rob Zombie ones. So, so now we're going to cover the newest one, also just called Halloween. And before we start, I really hate that title. <laughs> why? Why? Why is it just called? Ho- okay, so no, I I don't like the name Halloween. I don't like what they did with this, where they erased all the sequels. I don't like when film franchises erase the sequels to make another sequel because it's basically the filmmaker saying, we fucked up, we don't know how to fix it, so let's pretend these don't exist. I don't know about that because, if you, I, you know, I can't necessarily remember all the Halloweens, so I will tell you that, but they don't all coincide to me at all. Like, none, none of them to me go together. I don't know how they do. They all absolutely go so together, except for part three, because part three has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Yep. <clears throat> part three is about Halloween masks that kill children. Oh. And it's awful. Okay. But the second one's a direct continuation of the first right, one. In the hospital. Then four is, you know, takes place ten years later. And then five's a direct continuation. Six is pretty much a direct continuation. And then they start over again. Because, see, that's the, that's the thing. Is they already erased sequels with H2O. Because with H2O, they're just like, well, three through six never happened. Um, and then it's, it's like every time Jamie Lee Curtis comes back, more of the series gets erased. So if she comes back again, are they going to be like, well, the first one never happened either? Nice. <laughs> I don't know, but I guess. I don't even remember part two came out that she was the baby. She was the sister, yeah. And that's that. That's why they erased part two. Because when they were first, like, it's taking place after part one, I was like, well, why not after part two? Because part two is technically just a direct continuation. It's the exact same day as the first movie. Right. So why erase part two? And then I found out that they were getting rid of the whole sister angle. I was like, that's why they erased part two. But why? Because people didn't like it. It made more sense. It did and it didn't. I agreed with you at first, but then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, I kind of get how the first movie worked without knowing that because um at first i was like how can so he just randomly he just randomly picks jamie lee curtis and kills her friends like that's kind of weird but you forget about the scene in the beginning of the movie where she has to drop off the key at the myers house and he's in the doorway when she comes by so he just makes the connection right there because he sees her at his house 
That's the connection. That's it. I still need to know why he's crazy. You know, you don't. And you want to know why? Go watch Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween. He ex- a little boy? Yeah, he explains why he's crazy. And that movie sucks. I don't know. I, I remember that one because I remember the little boy. He's, he's crazy because he comes from a white trash family. That's why he's crazy. It sounds stupid. It's a lot more terrifying when you don't know why he's doing it. Okay, I get that. that uh, that's my opinion. I, I think uh, that's why I like Michael Myers because he's, and he's got that blank, pale, emotionless face and the devil's eyes. It's a mask. It's a, but it's blank and pale and emotionless. And the eyes are so big because the mask is so damn big on his face. I just quoted the first movie. That's why I said all that. <laughs> but that's the thing. The mask has no emotion on it. The mask is just, it's just blank and white. That's why it's scary. Like, he could be wearing a fucking devil mask and you're going to be like, this is a joke. <laughs> but since it's white and it's, it's, and it's got no kind of an emotion on it, it's, it makes it more terrifying. But let's go ahead and listen to the trailer so we can start the review of the actual movie. Testing one, two, three. We're on. We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello, Michael. I have something you might like to see. Everyone in my family, like, turns into a nutcase this time of year. Yeah, I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? Who the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Dad, look out! The bus crashed. Mom, what bus crashed? Michael escaped. Excuse me, somebody's in here. Hello? He's waited for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out! Go home! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman. He's here! Michael! You should. Can you close the closet door? All right, so Halloween just came out. Well, I don't know when this is going to get posted, but it came out on the 18th. 
October. Technically the 19th. Tech, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, the 19th. I'm sorry. I'm thinking, I keep getting those dates mixed up. Which is Annie's birthday. See, that's horrible. Ta-da! Annie, when you're listening, you hear what he just said? He forgot. No, I just so I just remembered. I just forgot what day the actual movie came out. Because for some reason, I thought the 18th was Friday. Like, because even on that day, I thought it was Friday. Uh, okay, yeah, so it came out October 19th, 2018. And I asked Alicia before the uh, show what year she was born, because I didn't want her to have to say in in the episode. But, um, so, this, is, this movie's kind of a landmark in my lifetime, because John Carpenter, who wrote and directed the first movie is back as an executive producer in this movie, that's a pretty big deal because he's never he has not been involved with a Halloween movie in my lifetime. Okay. He he has been in your lifetime. <laughs> Why thanks. So what year did the original Halloween come out? Nineteen seventy eight. Seriously? Yeah. Why did I feel like it came out in like the eighties or nineties? Nope. Hmm. But then the second one came out in eighty one. Okay. And the third one came out in eighty two. And those were the last, he was involved with the first three, and that was it. So he has not been involved with one in my lifetime. That's a pretty big deal. I got to meet John Carpenter once, and I was so scared to go up to him because he was at a convention. And uh, I always got the feeling that he kind of resents uh, Halloween because it's like the thing that he's always going to be remembered for. When he dies, it's going to say Halloween director John Carpenter. It's not going to say Escape from New York director or The Thing uh, director. It's going to say Halloween director. And I think that I think that he, because from some interviews, he kind of seems... Like he's bigger than that. Like he's kind of a prick about it. So when, not that he is a prick, but this is his tendencies when he talks about it sometimes. So... I when I wanted I wanted him to sign my Halloween poster. I mean, what else do I want him to sign? Right. So I had to have Annie go up there with me because I was really afraid that he was going to be pissy about it. <laughs> and he was one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Like I didn't really have anything. I never have anything to say. Such a nice person can be making such a psychotic movie. Wes Craven made Last House on the Left. And that was a fucked up movie. I remember. I don't. I almost remember, but I don't. Remember. Uh, I just watched it again last night. There, that movie's very gritty and real and fucked up. <laughs> but he made that movie, and I never met him, unfortunately, but he was he always came off very kind in his interviews and everything. Yeah. Very intelligent, too. Um, but yeah, John Carver was really nice. I had nothing to say to him. Because I never have anything to say to anybody when I meet them. Because I'm a fr- I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, what am I supposed to go up there? I loved Halloween. Yeah! Everyone loves Halloween. But I heard this is also the original Michael Myers, too. Yep. I think that's what else made it so good, because he it just he embodies Michael Myers. Yep. It was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Nick Castle, who was the original. I really want to see his actual, like, face face. You almost, you kind of, I'll bet you anything, and there's a couple shots when he's not wearing the mask, I'll bet you if you freeze frame it, you can see his face. Because I, I was like, man, just especially, turn around once. Especially that scene in, um... Shit. At the garage. Yes. Um, when he's fighting the person in the bathroom, I think uh, you see his face just for like a split second. Yeah, and I'm like, so I just, I'm like give me one face shot. Well, watch the first movie. You see his face in the first movie. I don't see his face. She takes his mask off at the end of the movie. And then he puts it back and he steps into the light and then he puts his back on. Oh. And they cut it out of the sequel for some reason. <laughs> um, all right, so Halloween. Now... So the movie starts 
and I'm just glaring at the guy next to me on his phone. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I I had a very I had a very good theater experience. I huh? sat in the exact same seats that we sat in when we saw the nun because awesome. that's, that's my seat now. <laughs> Plus, I was sick and I didn't know if I was going to have to blow my nose throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm just like, it'd just be better if I have like the ground on my right <laughs> side in case I have to like blow my nose eight thousand times, which I didn't have to do it once. So that's good. That's awesome. Um, so. Before the movie starts, that's usually when people are on their phone. When the trailers are playing, it doesn't bother me that much. But if they're on it the whole time, I'm just like, they're going to be on the fucking phone throughout the movie. I can feel that. So. I got irritated, too, though. I felt like you in the movie theater. For the first, I was just like, because what it was is that I went to one of those where they come and they serve you at the thing. But I felt like it was not dark enough for the Halloween. Like, I get it. People have to eat. But. I'm in a movie theater. I need it dark, and all I want to see is the screen. I don't want to see your lights on the wall. I don't want to see you walking up the stairs. Look like a black figure coming towards me. So it's very irritating. To the point as where I actually was like, why is it not dark enough? Well, I saw it in the theater. We saw the nun. So it was very dark. I should so have went to that one. It was dark. I'll tell you this, though, because that's the uh, Dolby and AMC, which has, like, the 50 speakers, and it's, like, super loud and everything like yeah. that. I was a little disappointed that the music was not louder. Seriously? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm still sick. Um, yeah, it was like it was really loud when it was like um, a scene where somebody he's killing somebody and stuff like that. It was loud then, but it was like the music wasn't that loud, and I was a little a little disappointed. And I'll explain. Yeah, I was waiting on that too. So I'm sitting there, nobody's on their phone. Movie starts. Guy sits down, pulls his phone. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me! Like he's sitting three seats away from me. Oh, there's wow. nobody in the two seats next to me, and then there's this guy. And I'm like, or, and then there's another seat, and then that guy. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So he pulls his phone out, and I just fucking was glaring at him because I was like, I want him to, to feel that I'm just staring at him. You feel your eyes riding a hole in him. And then he put it away and never took it out again, which I was very happy about. So, but um, so the movie starts starts with the Universal logo, which fun fact, Universal produced two and three, and they haven't produced any of the other ones, so that's interesting. They're back too. Okay. Um, and it was also. Oh, Blumhouse, which I knew, but there was another production company that I was kind of surprised to see on there, and I can't remember who it was, but anyway. Um, so it starts, and it starts with, like, you know, Universal Pictures Presents, and it's the original font from Halloween. Yeah, I And I saw that, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to open just like Halloween. And it, the credits come up, and then a scene starts, and I'm like, they're not going to have the Halloween opening? <laughs> and I was... The pumpkin or something, that song, Mr. Sandman or something? No, that's the second movie. That's the second movie? Well, that's not how the movie opened. That's just how it ended. Everyone seems to remember that song. I don't know why I remember it. I don't either. But I'm like, oh, man, I'm kind of disappointed. They're not doing it exactly. I'm like, ah, whatever. That's not going to hurt the movie. So they start the movie off with the basically what happens in the first trailer, where they go see Michael Myers at a mental hospital. Which and they irritated the crap out of me. It's two people, and they, they claim later when they go see Laurie Stowe that they're doing a podcast. I don't know if that's actually what they're doing or what, but... I, I think that she was... I don't know, because uh, I know that they're reporters that randomly want to... He's been researching Michael Myers for years. I think I got the feeling that whatever they're doing, whether it be a podcast or whatever, it was like to make a murder. Or what is that called? Making a murder? That's how I what kind of... Yeah. But I feel like it was all a ploy. I don't. Because, for one, I don't understand how they randomly were able to go obtain the original mask that he had. Because he said, I went to yeah. such and such's house and got... No, didn't they say they... No, he went to the district attorney. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, they just gave that? They just gave you yeah. police scene evidence? So I'm like, something's not adding up because you're just reporting it. Now, if the doctor could have got it to see if he could get Michael to react, that would make a little bit more sense yeah. to me. 
So that right there, I was just like, see, okay. but the thing is, is it can't be a ploy because they didn't do anything to prove it was a ploy in the movie. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless they I make another that one, one and that it's one scene sort of to me did. It was one little statement the doctor made towards the end that I sort of was like, I think it was. No, a we'll get to that fucking doctor. Yes. <laughs> but I wanted him to step over the orange line and Michael Myers rip his face off. It was yellow. Orange. Was it yellow? Orange. It whatever. Yellow. It looked orange to me. Okay. Fine. Um. So here, okay. When, the, when we first saw that trailer and I saw that scene, I'm like, um, I don't think they actually have stuff like that for, like, I psychotic they, prisoners. I think, I think they do. I, what are they? They're, like, chained to the ground? I don't... Yeah, he, I, well, each one was sort of had a certain square, but... To me, that seems like cruel and unusual punishment to chain somebody to a, a, the ground, well, regardless of if they're in, like, well, an open area. Well, Michael Myers, some kind of weight was there. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think that was just there for... Uh, theatrics to make it seem like because otherwise he's just in a, a prison cell because normally or I think what they do in like those kind of areas they maybe let them come out like one at a time or certain ones come out probably but I to me to me that just seemed like a thing that they just put in there to make it seem cool yeah because it was sort of weird when they pulled up the mask how all mm. of them just started acting crazy yeah well because that mask embodies evil <laughs> so. They do that scene. Uh, he pulls the mask out, and he's like, come on, Michael, you feel it. Say something. And then he's like, say something. Say something. And then it just cuts to the fucking credits, and I'm just like, oh, my God, that was so fucking awesome. Because <laughs> it just cuts right to him, yeah. and it's and it's just like the credits for Halloween, except that the pumpkin's destroyed, and it, like, inflates, which I thought was weird, but I was like, I was okay with it. Yeah. Because it was like the franchise is dead and now we're bringing it back to life and I liked that and I'm like yeah. oh my god that was so awesome but that's what it, that's where I was just like god damn it I wish the music had been like louder and okay. it was I felt like I was watching a fucking TV or some shit <laughs> um so yeah the movie starts off it was fun to see music by John Carpenter because a lot of people don't know that John Carpenter is also a composer and he wrote the music for a lot if not all of his movies um, so it was cool to see his name there again. Although there were two other people there too, so I don't even know how much of the music he wrote. He probably did a lot of it. I bet aside from the Halloween theme, obviously, because he wrote that. And then um, Cody Carpenter, who I assume is his son. <laughs> um, and then uh, got to see. I didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis was one of the producers, so that was that was cool too. So it was John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis. So which I think is why it came out the way it did. Also, yeah, the originals. Um, so, before we continue, I don't, I'm just going to say we're not going to go scene, exactly scene by scene, because I can't remember exactly every scene. But I believe the next scene is them going to Laurie Strode's house. Um, the, the two reporters. Yes. And they go there, and they're driving a Ford Focus, or Ford Fusion Hybrid. Just like you. Yeah, except it was black. Because <laughs> I'm looking at the inside of the car, I was like, that looks like my car. And then, I... I kid you not, when they showed, when they pulled up to her house and you saw the side of the car, I saw hybrid. I'm like, holy shit, that's the exact same car I'm driving. So they get to go. She has it all gated and all like secluded in this most craziest way. And the lady She's gives, out in the middle of the woods, yeah, too. And the lady gives him an envelope full of cash, which I thought $3, was sort of awesome. He was like, I should, I'm a reporter, I shouldn't have to give this. But she's like, how does $3,000 sound? She opens the gate yeah. for that. I'm like, Mm-hmm. It didn't take much to get Lori Strode to open her gate. Yeah, but... Like, Michael Myers could have shown up and been like, I was $3,000, so... I don't think she ever knew his voice. Exactly. And she doesn't know... Maybe she doesn't know what he looks like anymore. It's been 40 years. I think she knows that. Yeah. 
I'm just saying. Like, she opened the gate a yeah. little bit too quickly. Yeah, she did. So they come in and they talk to him. Her. Yeah. Uh, they, and, and I like her look in the movie. She's got the long hair again. Cause, yeah, cause, she looks almost exactly the same, just aged. Yeah. Just and um, she... Talk, they talk. They be, it's basically like background for her. What's been going on? She had a child. She lost custody of the child at twelve, or when she was twelve. 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 I thought it was twelve, but I could be wrong. Um, and uh, she never got the, she never got custody back. Yeah. Which and, they already know they tried to play with her, which right. she actually made him <clears> really stupid, which I love. And then they talked about how he was getting that he's being transferred, transferred. of course, because that's how they always do these Halloween. That's how he gets out every time. Yeah, he's being transferred, and then he overpowers the people in the transfer. So she says she knows. She kicks him out and says, "Give me my money." Yep. Which I love. And then we meet uh, her daughter, yes. whose name I don't remember. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Judy Greer plays her. I like her. Um, and his, wife, and his husband. who I like him too. And by the way, He's so goofy. by the way, his opening line. I wanted to put it on Facebook, but then I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. I might get arrested. But he's talking about rats or mice underneath the sink, and he opens the thing. He's like, "You want to shit under my sink? I will murder you and your whole family." And I'm, I laughed. I was like, "That's great." They had some good lines in there. I have to say that I was sort of. But like, it, it didn't get too goofy. Yeah, not like, at all. Yeah, because I was trying to. One of the things, and we'll talk about this more at the end. But one of the things I thought about this movie was that it doesn't feel like the other Halloween movies. It's very dark and gritty, and I started thinking more and more about like H two O, which is a lot of people put H two O up there with one and two. In quality, but I, the more I think about H two O, the goofier not goofy but goofier yeah feeling it had, to, to it. It than, had some moments. Oh, uh, there was a token black guy that made the little comments. Yeah, and I think there's a little bit too much humor. I think horror now versus horror twenty years ago is very different. It is, and you can't like they. I can't think of a movie that they've made in a long time that feels like H two O. Where it's like it's 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 a horror movie, but it's kind of lighthearted, you know, stuff like that. So this movie's a lot different. I would never. No, but I felt like it it could go alongside one and two. I, I agree, I like but it it's be. it's got tonally it, it feels different to me. It feels like it's more. We'll get to it at the end. I don't want to go too much into it now. So um, we meet up with them. We meet up with her granddaughter, whose name is Allison. I remember that, uh, and. Um, She's she's the teenager in the movie. Yeah, and she's she's yelling. She's arguing with her parents, but she's not really. They're they're happy. She wants. She's asking her mom has she talked to her grandmother about coming to me. Who she calls her grandmother. grandmother. And I was like, why does she keep saying grandmother? I I have never in my life met anyone who has called their grandmother grandma or their mother mother. Yeah. Like like, they'll they'll say mom. They might be like, oh, my mother said this or my grandmother said this, but they don't say, hey, grandmother. No, I will. I call my father father. I call him father. I I do too, but I usually do it. I usually do it. Um. Sarcastically, no, no, I do it like if I'm actually like just trying to get his attention, I'll be like, "Dad," mm-hmm. but some if I'm going up to him, I'm like, "Father, I need you," or <laughs> well, something like that. It's always father, so I'll call my father father as long as I remember. But like that's not the first time I've ever heard a character in a movie call their grandmother grandmother. Yeah, but it sounds um, so 
Oh. Yeah, I don't, I just don't get, and, and at first I thought it was just a one-time thing, but that's what she calls her throughout the entire fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, because that, that's what, uh, so the mom, of course, lies to the daughter and saying that she did talk to her mom. Because she wants her to come out for her birthday, right, or something? It was to meet the boyfriend. That's what it was. Yeah. She just wants her grandmother to be part of her life. That's all. But, but the mom says no, because, of course, they had an estranged relationship with each other because... But we don't know exactly quite why yet. Yeah. It, we kind of find out later yes, why. which is still sort of awesome. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a minute because it's yeah. one of the one of the things I don't I don't hate this movie. Don't think I do, but that's one of the things where I'm just like I don't really know if I like that. But we'll get to it. So uh, yeah. Uh, so then it cuts to the daughter leaving and, and meeting up with her friends. Yeah. Token her best friend, the blonde girl, which is the the. Um, the scene that's like a very uh, like an homage to the opening scene for yes. Halloween with Lori and her, her friends and all that. Yes. And they this is the scene where the line where she's like, "Oh, I thought it was her brother." No, that was made up. That was where that scene was supposed to be. Yes. But it was cut out. It fucking bothers me. But I saw that scene. <laughs> no, that scene is in the trailer. It's not no, in the I movie. Saw it in the movie. It's not in the movie. Okay. I'm telling you, I was waiting for it, and it's fucking not in the movie. I saw the scene. I, unless I, I blacked out for a couple seconds. Because it was literally when, I want to say, was it right before he blew up the pumpkin? Right I swear to God, it's not there, but I'll go, I'm going to see it again. Because so. she was talking, they were talking about, she was saying how my, her mom lied to yeah, her. Yeah, I remember that. And her, and the boy was like, oh yeah. And then she was like, yeah, that guy murdered your everything and stuff. Wasn't there her brother? And he was like, no, it wasn't. I and swear that's not there. I swear, because they kept talking about it. And he was like, oh, how awesome it was. And he stopped, and they told him how retarded he was. It was right before he blew up. I don't, okay, I'm going to say I don't remember that. Okay. I swear that's not there, but I could be wrong. Okay. I will I, confirm when I go see it again. Yes, I will <laughs> confirm, too, when I go see it again. Um, on Tuesday. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably go Monday. It's $5 a day on Tuesday. Well, I don't pay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to see <laughs> um, so yeah we get that scene they talk about it he blows the pumpkin up which um, to me I'm just like and did somebody call the police because like <laughs> this is like you. setting off a fucking bomb basically no, this is a cherry bomb I know but this is this that. is 2018 which is why everybody does it <laughs> yeah this is why everyone gets arrested True. Um, okay, so then we cut to. So this is why we can't do scene by scene because I know that there's a part where we go back to the reporters. Right, we're not there because the reporting, the reporter scene doesn't happen again. No, yeah. Now, no, we cut to the scene with them putting Michael on the bus. He's there's, on the bus. There's a scene where they put him on the bus. Yeah, and the and the doctor gets on the bus and says, "I have to make sure Michael Myers gets there." He gets on the bus and Michael gets on the bus. I honestly don't remember that. I, I I remember the the bus, be you know, cra- not, not the bus actually crashing, but the the bus, you know, them coming up on the bus. I don't actually remember them putting him on the bus. I'm sure it's there. I just don't fucking yeah. remember it. Yeah, because the doctor gets on the bus with him, and then they cut to the girl in the classroom, right? She's in, yeah, and she sees her grandmother standing outside. Which is an homage to the first movie yeah. where she, where Lori. And what's funny is the teacher's talking about the exact same thing. From the first movie, and I don't know this for a fact, but it sounds exactly like the same actress. Um, or they got someone that sounded a lot like her because it sounds just like her. So, but yeah, they're talking about fate, and that's what they were talking about in the original yes. one. But she sees her grandmother standing us, and I was waiting for her to look away, then look back, and she's gone. I thought that would have been a funny thing to put in the movie because that's yes, that's what ends up happening. <laughs> so then it shows Lori trying to give her granddaughter the money that the reporters 
gave her for for whatever she wants, not for school. Yeah, she wants her to like go to like uh, Mexico or some shit. Yeah, somewhere, anywhere but here, and more or less, she wants her to go. So the granddaughter doesn't want to take the money, but takes the money. She, and then that's when she starts to talk to her grandmother about getting over it and letting go of her anger and moving on. So, okay, I'm gonna take this as an opportunity to talk about what I. I don't think I necessarily like the whole thing about Lori spending 40 years of her life expecting Michael Myers to come kill her. Like when they did that, when they did that in H2O, it wasn't the same thing. It was more like she was just afraid he was gonna come after her in H2O, so she like faked her own death and uh, all this other stuff. And I'm just like, but it made sense because that, that was her brother. Now, it's just some guy that attacked her 40 years ago. But that's where the whole entire wonderful Me Too movement comes in. And that's why I sort of... you Like, you make that face, but literally, <laughs> that's the only thing that's sort of like... I. It was the point of making more or less... Not making... Their main thing was they did not want her to be a victim. Their main plan, plan was for her not to be a victim. For her to become stronger. But yes, the thing is, is she, she spent is, 40 years worried about whether... How is that not being no, a victim? take that back. She spent 40 years preparing to kill him. Why? How is that she, not so becoming she, a victim? She just wasted her entire life. And technically, she did. She did. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Everything she did was worth it. Yeah, everything was worth it. But like on the off chance that that was going to happen, it took 40 goddamn years. Let me tell See, you something. That's why I say they were sort of wrong at where they should not have sort of skipped certain movies. Because it would have made more sense to coincide her fear lasting so long. I feel like... That's why they shouldn't have gotten rid of the brother-sister And thing. then I feel like they tried to, because of everything that's happening nowadays in the world and all that stuff, They I felt like they took that moment and that movie with her to make it sort of big. Because like she did one interview and the first thing she brought up was Bill Cosby. And all those women from all those years. And how they held on to their, their sphere and all this stuff all these years for him. And now they finally have justice. And that's where all that stuff starts to come in at, yeah, which but, I think is BS. But the thing is, is she, and I'm going to say it again, she did. She wasted 40 years of her life because she didn't know. So every year she's just like, oh, God, he's going to come get me this year. Oh, God, he's going to. She lived in fear her entire life. She lost custody of her child because of this. Like, to me, I'm not saying she's not a strong character. She is. She absolutely is. But it's how a woman works. You're holding I, I, a grudge for 40 yes, years? Legit, I know. She didn't... There, other than the fact that she was married twice, because they do mention that, that she was twice divorced, she was married twice so and, had a, and had a life. child, and it was destroyed by all of this. Yes, because she was still so damaged. So now that she's done, how many years of her life does she have left? 10, 15? It doesn't matter. It's finally done. <laughs> like, I get your logic of it, but for a woman that is victimized... The would this be? Would this was? be? Would you think differently if this was a male character? No. But you would think that spending forty years of his life. I would think that it's very unlike a man. I I've seen a lot of women when things like that happen. We hold on to it for. A so she long doesn't. Time. So 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 she was basically basically in prison for forty years because now that it's over, what's she going to do with her life? But that that was the point. That was more or less the point of saying that this something this traumatic can happen to somebody and it affects their entire life. I and get. I get. I, I get. That it. was the plot. I get line. it, but I think I think she went over the top. I think she went over the top. Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Like, I get what you're saying. Uh, she had a house that had secret passageways and door and gates that came down which to every so room. Awesome. Which we'll get we'll to get at the end of the movie. But uh, let's go back. Let's get back to okay. it. So, 
um, yeah, so she tells her she needs to get over it, yada, yada. Um, then I don't... It cuts to the old sheriff guy. No, she ends up going... They all go out to... Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, it's either the old sheriff guy, because does she cry when Michael... No, she goes... The, it cuts to the old sheriff guy. No, it cuts to the kid. The kid and the dad in the bus. Oh, okay, yes. good. Let's talk, let's talk about this scene. So... Um, so it's an old guy, an older guy, a guy who's too old to have a kid that young. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not going to say physically impossible. I'm just going to say very unlikely. Um, okay. cause this kid's like what, 13 maybe at most. Yeah. And what they were arguing in the car because, because he, he wanted, wanted to go dance. to dance class, which I loved that because if that had been in any of the other Halloween movies, that would have been a fucking joke. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been like, hey, the kid's gay. Yeah. Yeah. But I just love the kid wants to go to dance class. And he loves it. He even says, I love you and I want to hang out with you, but can't we do this when I'm not doing dance. the dance class? And I'm like, I like that. I really enjoyed that. Now, so they pull up. They find the crazy people in the street. Now, what does what I don't understand is what happens to his dad? Okay, so I like this scene. One of the reasons I like this scene is because I like the fact that we don't see what happens to the bus. We just see that the bus is off the road and right. all the, all the you don't know people what are outside, which again is a, is an homage to the original movie where which we I just see, see the the patients outside. We don't see Michael Myers escape, and I like that. We don't need to see him escape. I don't think he ever does. He, just he escapes, escapes in part four for for damn sure. We see that scene, yeah. <laughs> but but all I know is that so he calls nine one one. His dad his dad gets out the car, which I don't understand. Certain parts irritate me. It's white people. Yeah, because that's, that's what we shit. do. Like, why the fuck are you, like these random people that are in white things like this wandering? No, I would. I'm locking my doors and I'm calling nine one one. I would get the hell out of there first, I'd and then backwards and then call and then call nine one one. Right, like I would not get out my car, and I'm definitely. Not and where the hell kid. are they? Because it looks like they're in the middle of the woods. And then that's what else tripped me out is how the fuck did he get to her so fucking quickly? And where did they go? Where were they going in the middle of the fucking night? I, and that's so. Then all of a sudden, this little boy randomly pulls out a rifle out of his dad's car. Oh, hold on, I want to I want to point out that one of the things. So I had a really great theater experience, except for certain people wanted to. Uh, what I don't like about going to see horror movies with people is that something will happen, and it's very clear what's going to happen. Yeah. Someone's going to be attacked or killed. You had no whatever. Like bitch, look out! It's not that, but. It, I, I'll hear people be like, oh, no, oh, oh, no. It's like, fuck you. You know what's going to Do you think the kid's going to get out of the car and be like, eh, nothing happened? So as soon as the kid's on, he's on the phone with 911, he's just like, hold on, I'll go check. And someone's just like, oh, no. Yeah. Because so. he's getting out of the car because he's a fucking idiot. Yes. And then he just wanders around. He sees the cop. The cop started, tells him to run. He should have started dancing. The cop's face is all jacked up. I like that, though. says to run. I like the fact and that he says run instead of being like, he got out. He got out or some shit like that. But he says run. But then the little motherfucker doesn't run. He goes on the fucking bus. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that I was. Like, was. What the fuck? I even remember sitting there and just being like, why are you getting on the bus? I know. And then the, the like, doctor randomly pops out and gets shot. Which I love that, too. Especially after we learn more about the doctor. Yeah, he's a fucking ass. So then, but then the word, I will admit, because when that little boy got in that car, I was not, like, I'm like, okay, they're not going to do that. They're not going to let him kill a kid. They're not going to have him kill a kid. And the way he just bashed that little boy head again, I was like, oh, yes, I like this shit. Okay, so shit just got really real. quickly, my brother and I did a podcast years ago. Can I remember what the fucking name of it was? I think it was called Retrospective Cinema or something like that. And we did um, the 1988 The Blob. 
And in that movie, a kid is killed. And I always sit there and I'm like, you know what? I like it when kids are killed in movies. Not like I'm like, yes, I want all the kids to die. I like it because most horror movies are too scared to do that. Yeah. And then let's be let's be realistic. Children are killed. That's why it's the in the real world. You saw? The, have you seen The Quiet Place? I know you yeah. have. That when yeah. that little boy actually gets killed, yep. like I was not, I didn't expect because you see the preview, but you never actually thought I was like he's not gonna get killed. Yeah. And I actually see the fact that he got killed mm-hmm. made the movie even better. Today. And I really it made it real. I enjoyed it because Michael Myers is supposed to be the epitome of evil. He is supposed to be nothing but evil. And if he's nothing but evil, he's not going to play sympathy for somebody age-wise. Now, however, there's a little bit later. There's a scene where I was. I'm glad they didn't do it. But at the same time, they should have. But I think, <clears throat> I think they played it off because the baby was crying, but then he heard a girl's voice, which made him move, look somewhere else. Fine, but I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't do it because I don't, honestly, I don't want to see a baby be killed because that yes. just seems awkward. And I'm, but but to be to be fair, if he's the epitome of evil, he should have. So then that's when they cut to the original sheriff from the original Michael Myers, right? He was the he was the sheriff that because they said he was the deputy that arrested him in 1978. No, he he may have been the deputy, but he wasn't the sheriff. Oh, whatever. Well, he said he was the guy. That I don't know there. if that guy's actually from the original movie because there was no deputy. I think he is. No, there's there was no deputy. There was just the sheriff in the first movie. I don't know. So, okay. I, I don't maybe. But I know he, he has something he, to do with it because I've seen. I remember seeing him in one of the movies. I don't know which one it was, but so then they cut to him and he gets in and of course he runs out to there runs out to see where the buses are and they show him. Then they cut to them at the wonderful dinner. Weren't they at dinner? Yep. I forgot about that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's uh, Judy Greer, her husband, and yeah. Allison. And the then... Boyfriend. And the boyfriend. And I, I like how she's just like, uh, so did you call... Did you call grandmother? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, she came to my office. We had a great time. And yeah. then, oh, really? And, and then all of a sudden she's just there. But here's the thing. So we get the feeling that Judy Greer is fucking lying to her. And then when her mom shows up, she doesn't act like surprised, like, oh, I can't believe you're here. She's like, oh, good, you made it. So was that's she why, lying to her? No, that's why I say, it, as, to me, it was two different stories going on in there that necessarily, I think, that show something a little bit different than what you would think. Because the way that, even though she, like, the way that she talks about, like, when you finally find out about her childhood later on in the movie, but the way that they talk about things and the way that it seems out... I think it was almost planned. She wanted to lose custody. And she was not, like, I feel like she could have got her daughter back throughout her what, marriages or whatever. But there's a reason why they Probably. Kept Maybe she wanted to keep her daughter safe, so losing custody was the only way to do it. And I think that's that's why I think, and I think she knew that about her mom. But what does that... played the victim throughout the whole entire thing. But what does that have to do with what I just asked? What? Whether when she, when, when she shows up at the dinner, she like acts like she knows... it was a plan. Like between her and her mom, even though they were, oh, I see you know, what you're saying. You think the whole everything that happens, yeah, up until the end of the movie was planned. Yeah, literally. Okay. Like I feel like could be. Like I feel like Laurie Strode literally trained her daughter that way could to be. be this way and under these circumstances, this is what's going to happen. So then we also see that uh, Laurie downs an entire glass of wine. Yes, which is again an homage to H2O, which she does that in a restaurant. I'm go watching the movie again. <laughs> So then she breaks down and starts crying because she comes out about her fear and stuff like that. and that's Which, to me, even though it, it, they didn't really play it off like this, I almost felt like that was a, a, a lie, that she was crying. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some, something wasn't added. Yeah. And then they cut to... they. She finds out... She goes to her daughter. They, she sees it on news that he, got a, he escapes. And then she goes to her daughter's house. 
Which Wait, I are we skipping? No, we're skipping over the. Uh, what scene? Are we skipping over the reporters in the gas station, or is that the next scene? That's the next. scene. Okay. Because I, she I goes, thought that happened. I thought. Oh no, maybe you're right. Okay. It didn't happen because once. And what tripped me out though was how close he was and how quickly he got to her and how he knew which way to go exactly. He's going to Haddonfield. They didn't. They. They, they didn't explain it in. I don't the, understand. Now that's what I will tell you that made no sense. That did not click. That made her psychotic to hold on to her anger. Because a woman that is a victim is not going to stay in the same damn place. We don't know that she's in Haddonfield. She's in the middle of the woods. She's not that far from Haddonfield. She has to be... And again, she's probably... Maybe she's staying there because her daughter lives in Haddonfield. Right. So she's just keeping an eye on her. So then they cut to her breaking into her daughter's house. Her daughter walks in and gets real suspicious. I love this. Scene. And my thing is, is that you saw how she walked in. She noticed the door. She noticed things like she was. Uh, it was already. It's clicked on to her real quick. And that's when she pulled out a gun on her daughter, which I thought was funny as hell. She's she like, did? "Do you have a gun?" Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Scene. But I like the scene where she just comes out. She's like, "Bang, you're dead." <laughs> yes. And the husband's like, "What? What's going mm-hmm. on?" So then they kick her out of the house, saying, "You're crazy. Go away." And then that's when they cut to. The scene where they go to her, her, his sister's grave. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yes. I was and trying to. I was like, the next scenes where they get killed, the gas station. Yes, I completely no, forgot they because, did that. Because that's tripped up thing. I, that's how I figured it out. He leaves after he gets off the bus. He goes to his sister's grave, I guess, to see. His Which grave. I love how they. Do, well, he he stole the grave in the first movie, so okay. He's obviously got some connection. Obvious. Well, he killed her, but he's got some. Kind of connection to uh, to it. So, um, so then they showed the the reporter sitting on the grave talking about their. They told people there. That's when the podcast thing came up. No, the podcast thing came up when they went to meet Lori. Oh. she's like, we're doing a podcast. No, were they, they were. No, they talked <clears throat> about how he killed his sister in front of her yeah. grave. Right. And that's why I was just like, I guess they are doing a podcast because this seems like research yeah. for a podcast. So and that's when they notice, well, somebody notices Michael standing behind the tree. Which, all white. I just love how they, they look over and he's just standing there and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, no other he reference. Nothing, just, nothing. He's just there. And then they end up at the wonderful gas station. Okay, this is a great scene. I love it. One of many good scenes in this movie. So this scene is, uh, I always, even in the trailer, I thought this was like an homage to H2O, because there's a part in H2O where someone is in a bathroom. The only thing that happens in H2O is he steals her car, but... Oh, yeah, he does steal the car. Yeah, but, um, so the girl, the woman, goes off... And asks for the loo, and he's like, the what? (laughs) The bathroom. At least she's not a jerk about it. She's like, "Do you know where the uh, where's the loo?" And he's like, "What?" And she's not like, "Uh, the okay, fine, fine, the bathroom." Right. Like, so she know. goes to the bathroom and yeah. then she's sitting in there, I guess. And you see Michael get out of something and walk past him as he's pumping gas, but he doesn't notice Michael. Because he, yeah, because oh yeah, yeah. And then he, then she goes to the bathroom. He doesn't. Then, he doesn't have the mask yet by this point. Yeah, the mask is in the truck. The yep. trunk. Yeah. So then he notices, he follows, he goes into there and he kills everybody in the bath, in the gas station. Steals their, the maintenance man's outfit, which randomly can fit this huge-ass guy. This is how he always gets that thing. Every movie steals it from somebody at a gas station. <laughs> and that's when he goes into the bathroom. But the way he kills the guy in the gas station. I love how he dropped the teeth while she was sitting on the toilet. He kills him and he like rips off his jaw or something. Like yeah. he is fucked up. He is strong man. Well, Fucking yeah. strong. Yeah. He's but, always been strong. Yeah. He walked through a plate glass window in the second movie. I gotta watch that movie. I gotta, I'm gonna have a Halloween night. 
Uh, <laughs> Start from the beginning. So, um... Whose teeth was that? Was that the... I'm assuming it was the guy that was in the, uh... Gas station. That's yeah. right. So, as he's trying to attack her, she's freaking out and screaming. And she that, puts up a fight. She does, but then somehow the guy randomly goes into the thing and sees that everybody in the thing is killed. Well, he was probably going there to pay the, for the gas. So, yeah, because now you can. You have to pump and then you can pay. Now, you know, Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe, well, maybe he was just going in there to get a map or to yeah. get something to eat or so something. So then he notices everybody dead, so he goes to the bathroom and he sees Michael and he's like, Michael. What trips me out, though, as he's sitting up there and because as he's killing old dude, why the hell does she stay in that damn toilet? Why didn't that bitch crawl from up under that stall and take off running? Oh. He was too busy killing the other dude. Because she thought, because, I don't know, because she got the fucking uh, I would take that crowbar with, or whatever. And I would run with the crowbar. The crowbar didn't stop him. I, I'm just saying, like, like, when you're panicked, you may not think. Have you ever been in a situation where someone's being killed on I'm the other side of the why. door from you? It wasn't on the side of the door. He was banging them all around that bathroom. I know, that but that's the thing. She, she could have, but what, she could have been become a victim. I mean, she did, but she could have. He broke somebody's, somebody's neck was so gross. You saw... Their spinal cord coming out. It was sort of cool how they did that. This movie is probably the goriest of all the Halloween was movies. That yes, it was. Are you crazy? Like, I guess I did some things, but I guess I for a mainstream horror movie, this was very cool. It was. It was awesome. So then he kills them both in the bathroom. Uh, which I, I'm going to be honest with you, I did not expect them to die, especially not in the middle of the movie. I was. I thought they were going to be like the main characters, honestly, because they're the first people you see in the fucking movie. And I was like, oh, okay, well, they're going to have this big part in this movie, and they're killed off almost, like, what, their third scene? Yeah, I'm, I was glad. I didn't like them. I, I liked them. So then you cut to, he I, gets I was in their more car interested and in them. their car. But he puts the mask on, which I was disappointed they didn't have the Halloween theme play over that. I mean, they do make it a big deal. It's like almost in slow motion, and he puts it on, and it's this big like deal. It's finally complete. Yeah. So then he gets, and he's on his way to Haddonfield. And then, did the police show up at her house to get her? At or Lori's she, house? Or at, Lori's house. Because no, I, she, Lori shows up with the police at um, her daughter's think, house. But there's a reason why. Because Michael Myers escaped. Right, but what made her go get the police and go to her daughter's house? Like I know maybe she, maybe they maybe after the report of the two people because she said she had been called because her daughter that's when her daughter goes to the Halloween party they're going to be Bonnie and Clyde her and her boyfriend and one thing I will I was sort of happy about though is they didn't have the normal stupid teeny bopper movie scene where they're all at a party and somebody everybody gets randomly starts getting killed at a party that shit is irritating no it's just all insanely random like which is what yeah, I like that's what I like it wasn't them coming to a party and he was just showed up at that party yeah. to kill the teenagers so. In the long run, she's at the party with her boyfriend, whatever. The and and they have the the roles reversed because yes. she's Clyde, Clyde and he's, and he's Bonnie. Bonnie. And oh, but you we skipped the whole entire part when you meet his friend, and they're they're at the high school. Well, that was way in the beginning. That's irrelevant. Wasn't even that important. So <laughs> remember it. So you talk about um, is this the is that the friend that she like befriends later and then he tries to make a move on her? Yeah, I don't even remember him being introduced. Are you serious? Yeah. That's when they were in the school and they were making out and he was the first person that brought up their Halloween costume because he, he was telling her boyfriend how he ditched her, ditched him to go... Did I fall asleep randomly a couple <laughs> times? I don't remember that either. You know me, I, I remember weird shit movies, so... so I usually do too, but... So they, they're at the party, woohoo, whatever, he's getting drunk, she doesn't... For some odd reason, she's a goody-goody and doesn't drink or whatever the fuck that is. And Lori shows up at her daughter's house like, we have to go, Michael's here. 
and they're trying to and what happens is the reason why they can't get a hold of the granddaughter is because she caught her boyfriend kissing another girl he threw it in pudding and, yeah in pudding and he and it kept ringing yes so they couldn't get a hold of her the mom was freaking out and the cop said okay well you go to your mom's house which randomly why are they gonna go to her mom's house because she has that like thing underneath the yeah, but they didn't know that. So my thing is, she, why was her, her daughter house the did. safety net? Her daughter did, but why? And she said, we're going to go to my house, and they'll bring her to us. The police so, the police are just there to help. Like, people can do whatever they want. And if she wants them to be at their house, at her house. And what it was, you know, we're missing scenes where the sheriff is going to these, the black sheriff that comes in and talks to the old sheriff. Ah, uh, the black sheriff with and, the cowboy hat. And what is, they find the doctor. The and who in doesn't die. Yes, thank you, God. None of, None of the black people died. At all. Oh, and like, we're going to talk about the best black character in the movie. Oh, my second. God. <laughs> so they set up there, and every scene, that for he was killing somebody, Lori was showing up. That's what else happened, is that he saw Lori a couple of times. Oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what ended up happening, why they ended up there, is when she caught Michael, they were, when Michael was doing that random killing spree walking down Haddonfield, and they she tried to shoot him when the sheriff was after him, too, because he had went to... We got You're skipping a whole entire part, though. I remember that, but where was that? That was like literally right after the party scene. No. Was that before or after the babysitter? That was before. I thought it was after. It was after the babysitter, yes. Okay. But that's when that, and that's when she ends up at her daughter's house too. It wasn't. Okay, so then. yeah. All right, let's 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 talk Before about the, the let's talk time. let's talk about the random killing scenes because yes. this the, this is part of my favorite things in the movie. So we have. A babysitter. And before we go on, have you ever had a teenager babysit for you? Yes. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was still a thing. <laughs> I, I, when I was a kid, we had a teenager babysit for us, but it was like a much older teen, like a 19-year-old. You're 16, 17. Why? Why do you trust your children people, with somebody that young? I know people actually that now young? have 13-year-olds watching their kids. But why? Why would you, treat, why would you trust somebody that young? Well, because they're really just sitting in their house watching your kid make sure they don't burn down the house. They're not really doing anything else. Yeah. It's not like... Because more or less, when you if you have a babysitter come at that point in time, your kid is, like, going to be asleep or whatever. It's not even going to happen. But we skipped the whole entire scene. What? Because he does all this random killing, which the sheriff... Because when they get at the gas station, Lori Strode is at the gas yep. station. And that's when the sheriff sees him and you introduce the black cop. Which the black cop, to me, sort of makes a whole entire joke about Michael Myers. And the um, sheriff guy was like, no, you don't understand. And they end up at the hospital because that's when they realize there's one name on this list where we can't... They talk about how they found three guys running through a field trying to catch butterflies, another random person somewhere else. And they talk about how they found all the inmates at the hospital scene when the doctor was in the coma. The, when was the doctor in a coma? When they found him on the bus and he was shot, he, he was, was still sleeping. He was in a coma? Well, I don't know if it was a coma. Okay. He was still drugged up. And that's when they talk about how they found everybody. He said, well, there's one particular name that I noticed is yeah, not okay, on Yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah. And then that's when all the random killing comes. Right. So that scene was right before the reporters got killed. Right. And then Laurie Strode is where the reporters got killed yeah. at. So then he sees Laurie there. Yeah. Then he kills who? After that. After the reporters, he kills somebody else randomly. Wasn't it the babysitter? He killed like three people before he even got to the babysitter. I don't even, I don't know. There's a lot of people killed in this movie. Yes, because he killed one random lady with a hammer in her kitchen. Oh, he yeah, yeah, another, yeah. He slit another lady's throat in her house. The lady in the kitchen had the baby. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? There was a lot of okay. killing before okay. that. Okay, so we have that scene with the hammer, which is in the trailer, for this, the second trailer, um, which is really quick. I mean, it's almost exactly how it plays out in the trailer. Yeah. He beats her off. He beats her off. He beats her off camera um, yes. with the hammer and then takes the knife. 
and then she has a baby, and that's where Michael Myers goes to the to the uh, bassinet or whatever you want to fucking call, it, and he ends up not killing the baby and he because walks I, out. because he hears the lady's voice and walks out, and then he goes to the next house right. where the lady was on the phone yelling at. Somebody. Which I fucking love that scene because like he's she's on the phone in the house. This all takes place right outside the window of her house, and she's on the phone with somebody, and he walks past the window, and then he walks off screen for a while, and she's talking, blah, 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 blah. Then she goes to close the window, and she goes to look out. He's in the house, like, right behind her. <laughs> he just slits her throat. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that is fucking terrifying. And now we cut to the best person ever. I swear, that little boy fucking rocks. So, like, I'm just fucking sitting here cutting my nasty-ass toenails. <laughs> like, so we have, So saying. we have a babysitter. This is the only babysitter in the movie. Which... Ends up the reason why it cuts to the thing is because she's on the phone with Allison, yeah. telling Allison to come over, and he's like, "They're going to smoke. They're going to smoke Alakazam." Yeah, <laughs> or they're like, just going to do Alakazam. Yeah, I'm sorry, they're going to do all this stuff. <laughs> I know you're talking about weed. Yes, <laughs> that kid is just really a, a smartassy, but he's great. Yes, like he's I, so great. Like he was a token that, black guy. A, a, like he had to be like ten or eleven years old. I hope that kid has black. a long, successful career. Yes, because he was, he was awesome. Yeah, and and later on, he does something that I just fucking almost, I wanted to say it up and applaud. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> But uh, but okay, so we meet up with I don't know what her name is, but Allison's you know, best friend, random blonde babysitter. Now the reason I say it's the only babysitter is because in the first movie he kills babysitters, so it's just kind of weird that this movie there's just one and it's sort of to me i think it's sort of weird how he just ended up so happened to be on the same damn block by the same damn house to see that like i don't understand how he even ended up in that house. he's going from random house to house yes. and he just ends up at that house so she uh and i love the dynamic between the babysitter and the kid yes. because they like go back and forth with each other and i like that so he or she ends up putting him to bed and he's just like, oh, I'll leave the door open a crack, whatever. So she goes and finds her boyfriend, and they're... Uh, to make out. She yeah. There's some weird noise. Yep. And then um, she goes upstairs because the kid's freaking out. He's like, there's somebody in my room. There's and somebody in my room. And then and she goes like, in there fucking... No, you missed the best part. What? When he was like, there's somebody in my fucking room. She said, come on, let's go check. She said, why the fuck you gotta go? Why can't he go? Oh, then yeah. He, I was like, yes. I love that right there. Like, why are you going up there? Me, why doesn't he go? Me too. You want to be equal? Hey, no, fuck that shit. Take your ass up those fucking stairs, man. Then you you enjoy that 75 cents to the dollar. Yes, yeah, so goddamn, <laughs> no, I'm good. So then she goes in there and they talk shit to each other. And that's when you close the closet door. Now, this is a scene that's in the trailer. And uh, it's also, if I remember correctly, it's flipped in the trailer. So when I, when I, because I've seen the trailer like a hundred times. So I swear the door opens outward to the on your right side, but in the, or that's, I'm sorry, that's how it opens in the, in the movie, in the, in the trailer, it opens the other way. I, I don't know why they flip the frame, but yeah. whatever. Um, and, and she also tries closing it like three or four times in the trailer, but she only does it twice in the, yeah. in the movie. But I like that where she tries to close the door, doesn't and close. And she tries to close the door again, doesn't close. And then she opens it and there he is. He's fucking right there. It's not a jump scare or anything. He's and I, fucking and I love there. How he the, oh shit. <laughs> I love Oh, her. yeah, and the, oh, my God. Okay, so I'm just going to jump to it right now. I love this kid because he 
does exactly what black people do. He got the fuck out of there. Yes, it was, I was like, yes, go motherfucking go. And then when, yeah. the, when, the, when the boyfriend, because he's like fucking around with a motorcycle yeah. in the garage, he hears her, her screaming, so he goes back in, and he sees the kid, and the kid it doesn't even stop and tell him what's going on. He's just gone. No, he, he said, no, you ain't got He told him not to go up those stairs. No, I know, but he doesn't even stop. He's just like yelling it as he's running out the door. Yes, it was the best. I want to know what happened to that kid. He's gone. He didn't want to call 911. Probably. Because that, that's when it cuts to the sheriff getting his Because the boyfriend gets a knife and says, fuck it, he's going to go up there. But I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. If I was the boyfriend and I heard her screaming, I might. He I don't. I wouldn't go back in the house, first of all, but I might, like, go. Be like, what the fuck's going on? If I no, see a little kid running out and just saying, don't no, go up the stairs. He did run up the stairs at first. Remember, because when he ran out the room and she tried to run after him, when Michael caught her and I stabbed her, she, he ran up the stairs, she said, run, and he just took off. Yeah. He doesn't. I mean, yes, that, he didn't, you had to tell him twice. That man was that little boy was up. Like, we we all know. Him. We all know a little white kid would have stayed there and yes, got stabbed. Like, no. So <laughs> that that kid's yes. gone. So then it cuts to the sheriff getting the message that there's a domestic disturbance at a house. Well, they don't know what's actually going no, on. But it literally said domestic. Disturbance. Yeah, but they don't know what's going on. So that's what they were told. Anyway, I don't like the fact that they have contributed to a domestic disturbance based off of the, how the movie was and the whole entire Me Too movie. Because I feel like it was connected. Oh my god! I do. I, if I, I could like roll I my eyes harder right it. now. That's all I've been hearing about the references. It's sort of irritating. That's coming from Jamie Lee Curtis. Who gives a shit? She's fucking Laurie Strode. I don't give a fuck. Okay, so then they cut to him going in there trying to see. He and of course, typical scene: the sheriff goes into the room. He he sees the boyfriend. Hanging from his neck with a knife. Which is an homage to the first movie. Which was sort of awesome. But we actually see a close... Because in the first movie, he stabs the boyfriend in the neck or whatever, and he's, like, pinned to the wall. You sit there, and you're like, is that knife really long enough to go into his body and go into the wall and be in the wall enough to be able to hold up an entire human body? But in this movie, we actually see, like, a close-up of the knife in his neck going through into the wall, which I thought was kind of neat. So then the sheriff goes upstairs. But we don't see that happen. We just see the aftermath. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of times there's a lot of aftermath things. It was sort of awesome. But then he goes into the little boy's room where the dinosaurs are spinning, and he sees somehow he took the time to cut holes in a sheet and put it over her body and put her Homage to the first movie. There's a lot of homages to the other movies. So then it cuts to Jamie Lee Curtis or Laurie Strode standing outside the window and seeing the sheriff in one window, and then the next window over seeing Michael Michael Myers. Myers. And she actually has a perfect shot, but of course it's his reflection in the mirror. So, so where was he? He was there, but he was standing at a mirror. Oh, so okay. that was the mirror. Because I saw, I remember that. I was like, what the hell just happened? Because it does show the scene also of her. We forgot the hunter stand at her house when she was shooting all the dummies and had perfect shot of shooting them in the head hmm. and was doing some massive shooting. That shit was raw as hell, though, the way she did it. All those damn guns. So then it cuts to the sheriff, the sh- her and Lori and the sheriff. The sh- Lori hits the sheriff in the face. Oh, we completely skipped over something. So, uh, we said we were going to talk about it later, but we missed it when we got to the scene. So, after the dinner is when we find out that uh, Lori's daughter was raised to, like, be, like, a combat person where she had to learn how to use a gun. And Oh, yeah, she talks to her Yeah, she talks to her when they're in the parking lot. And, yeah, that's when she's like, I learned to shoot a gun when I was eight or something yeah, like that and, and she had to, she spent all, she had to spend a life in a cage and yeah. stuff like that she, she's giving this whole entire story of this miserable miserable horrible childhood and she got taken away from her mom when she was 12 or whatever and then it cuts to literally once she tells her daughter all that shit we're at what the police Lori she's talking to the sheriff and the sheriff is asking her 
why the hell? Because that's when the sheriff and the doctor and everybody come together, and she he's like, oh my god, you're Lori Strode, and the doctor's so happy to see Lori and all this other stuff. I hate this guy. Yes, I hate him too. And then she's he like, I'm great for this. I like how she's like, oh, you're the new Loomis. Yeah. And I was like, no, he's not. He, like, Loomis was, like, had charisma, and he had, like, this thing about him that were, like, even though we, he's a character, you're just like, I love this guy. I yeah, want to see more of, the, of him. But this guy, you're just looking at him, and you're like, I want him to die. Yeah, something about him, <laughs> something about him was just off. Yeah, and then and his obsession was a little bit too off, and just the way that he was talking. Are we at the scene where that I really want to rip apart? We're at right now. We're still outside on the babysitter's house with Lori. Okay, and then she we're getting there soon. And then she goes to with the sheriff and everybody to her daughter's house to get her daughter. Yeah, and that's when you, they show why she couldn't get a hold of her daughter right. and all that stuff, whatever. Oh, and then is this the scene where the, with the the guy that makes a move on her? Yes. Okay. Now, now this because he's, he's is, killed everybody. This is my favorite scene in the entire movie. It was fucking funny as hell. I I love this scene, and I'll explain why. So, uh, her boyfriend cheated on her, right? And yes. they they ended up not leaving together, but she ended up leaving with her his friend or whatever. And the friend's like really nerdy, dorky kind of guy, but he's like that lovable nerd, mm-hmm. you know. And they're they're kind of walking walking back home, and even I was just like, oh, they're gonna get together. And he kind of like tries to kiss her or whatever, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no, <laughs> like she's like, I wasn't sending you any vibes or anything like that. So um, they're in somebody's backyard. They'd climbed over a fence, and uh, he's drunk. And uh, there's motion lights that come on, and she leaves and flips him off and climbs over the fence and leaves. But he's drunk, so he's just kind of sitting on the ground. So then he's, Michael Myers is there. He's on the other side of the yard by a tree. Huge ass yard, though. And what? It was a huge ass yard. Yeah. And uh, he looks over at him and thinks that it's the guy whose house it is. Right. He's like, oh, so-and-so, I'm sorry, you know, um, I'm sorry if I'm trespassing, blah, blah, blah. And the lights go out. And then they come back on, and Michael Myers isn't where he was. And he's just like, what, where the hell did you go? And then the lights go off again, and they come back on. Michael Myers is, like, right in front of him. And he's, like, trying to actually, like, talk to him and shit. And then the lights go out, and I'm like, oh, great, here comes a jump scare. And the lights come back on. As soon as they come back on, he's just swinging the knife at, right at him. I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, I've never seen a scene like that in a movie before. Yeah, really- I thought that was just a genius scene. And he gets fucked up. He yeah. gets his fucking jaw, the bottom of his jaw, impaled on a fucking fence. Yes. And, and then she sees him, and he sees her, and they lock eyes. Yep. And then she takes off screaming, running. And somehow she finally gets... They randomly, out of nowhere, finally... At least it makes sense. Finally, someone opens their fucking door when someone's banging and screaming. I'll give them that much. Yeah, not like the first Halloween where she's like, Would you please help me? And they turn the light on, and then they turn it off. Yes. So... so That's what I would have done. I would have been like, fuck this. So then she's surrounded by all the neighbors and everything, and the sheriff comes and picks her up with the doctor. And... That's when the, it cuts to Lori Strode at her house, too, with her daughter. Mm-hmm. And they show the daughter push the button. And she, and she knows. And she, she knows what's yeah. going on. She goes down there, and her husband's like, what's this? And she's like, it's my childhood. Yep. And they go down into the room, and then the mom, Lori Strode, opens up a wall full of guns and says, picture poison. I pick up a revolver because it never gets stuck. And she shows them all this. The husband's looking like he doesn't know what the hell is going on. And then it cuts back to the sheriff, and they pull up to the daughter, the granddaughter. 
And they get her and say, we're going to take you to your mom. And this leads to the scene that I want to rip apart. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> so then we get into the car and they're, they're driving down. And they're like, okay, we know he's close. Just keep your eye out of the window, Allison. Do you see him? Do you see him? Do you see him? And the doctor's like, well, he's still a property of the state. You can't kill him. And the, and the sheriff that, says, Which that right there, I'm just like, what? That's, that's not, if somebody's out there just murdering people, I don't give a fuck if he's a property of the state or whatever kill him if he if he's killing people and that's and that's the shit i'm gonna kill him if i can yeah. so then they see him and allison spots him says there he is there he is and the sheriff takes off and then and the doctor's telling him no and he he hits michael myers with the car with the car so then okay so this scene did something so bad that it almost destroyed the entire movie, and I almost wanted to walk have. out. If if they had gone the route I thought they were going, I was like, I'm done. I'm not watching the rest of this fucking movie. And I've never had anything like that happen to me before in a movie, where one thing happens, and I'm like, I'm done. This movie's terrible. Um, so the doctor gets out to look at Michael Myers. He's like, no, he's dead. And he says it so quickly. He's like, he's dead. trying to kill him. Cause he yeah, was- and I, I, at first I'm just like, why is he... Like, I'm not thinking. Like, I don't think that, like, three steps ahead when I'm watching a movie. I'm in the moment. So when he's like, no, he's dead. And I'm like, why is he saying that so quick? There's no way he checked his pulse that quickly. And then he he pulls out, like, a fucking, like, knife or switchblade or some shit and attacks the sheriff. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, what is fucking And then he says, so that's how it feels. And then when he did that, I'm like... Oh my god, yes. are they gonna and do... And then he took the mask off of him, I was like, please don't. I was like, please are don't. they going to be like, oh, he's Michael Myers now, and I was gonna fucking walk out. Yes. And as soon as he stood up and he had the mask on, I was like, where's my coat? Like, I was I was so... Fu- okay. and, and here's the thing, that, that scene was pointless. That whole thing with the doctor wanting to keep him alive was fucking pointless. It, his, he had an obsession with him. Which I think... Which is, they did not establish enough? They, they established enough because he was talking... I don't know who he was... Yeah, no. He was... Remember because... Well, no. He told it to the daughter. The granddaughter when they were in the car. They sort of made his... They established him a little bit more. He said, I've been his doctor for a certain amount of years. And he's never spoken to me. And he's never said a word. But maybe once he gets around Lori, he'll finally talk. And I can think that, what that, makes him work. That's and what why he wants. And what that is. And they're just, you know, the good and the evil come together. And they become stronger. And maybe that's what needs to happen. And he'll be okay. And somehow, miraculously, they pull up. And she's like, I can tell you. If you pull over right now, I'll tell you he said something to me. He said something to me. And he stops the car. And Michael Myers is awake. And it's funny because he's like, he's like, what did he, what did he say? Was it the sister's name? And right there, because I, I forgot about Judith, <laughs> is the sister he killed. When he's like, was it the sister's name? I was just like, whoa, are they actually saying that it's Laurie Strode's? Because I wasn't thinking, right? Because I, I always forget that he killed his his sister when he was a kid. Okay. So whenever I hear the sister, I always assume it's Laurie. Right. So I was like, oh shit, maybe they were lying to the fans, and it really is. But then it was Judith, and I'm like, oh, okay, never mind, I'm an idiot. So then, of course, somehow he gets his leg up and ends up bashing in the doctor's face into the thing, gets out the car. Dude, he fucking obliterates his head. (laughs) He stepped on his head. I was like, oh, my God. And that's why I say that the whole thing was fucking pointless. There was no point to having that. If you took that out of the movie, that scene where he puts the mask on, he kills the sheriff, puts the masks on. Who? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Yeah, he does. He does at the end of six. At the end of six, but yeah. not in the first two, because Lori's not even. No, and the second one doesn't matter anymore anyway. It's just the first one, but no, he does not kill him. Uh, Loomis okay. just dies off screen, I guess. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. So, so that, but that whole thing, you, if you took that whole sequence out, it doesn't change the movie whatsoever. It doesn't. It was sort of unnecessary. It was, it was. Just an extra kill for my and and why, and why and why why did we have to have that that character? Like, it would have been. They had been, to have someone to play. They had to have someone play a Loomis. No, they, they did not. Have a Loomis. But so they give us the polar opposite. I didn't like that. They gave us a psychotic, stupid dude. No, they gave us the polar opposite. Like, Loomis was all about how he wanted to stop Michael because he knew what he was going to do. This guy was more like, I know what he's going to do, and I want him to do it. Because I want to know why he takes. Like, that's just fucking stupid. So, then you cut to, so now he kills the doctor, and the, for some reason the sheriffs are at the other end with the lights flashing and say, hey, look, there's a sheriff's car. Hey, look, there's a car. What are they talking They're talking about eating. What are they talking about? I don't even remember. It was some dumbass conversation. Here's the, okay, I just want to throw this out there. So Danny McBride, you know who Danny McBride is. You may not know him by name, but if you saw um, Pineapple Express, Mm -hmm. he's the guy that, um, thug life. Okay. Yeah, that's Danny McBride. Danny McBride wrote this movie. He co-wrote it. Yeah, I saw. And I, when when they first announced it, I thought he was going to be in the movie also. And then somebody was like, no, I don't think he... Because honestly, if they put him in the movie, it would have been a comedy then. Yeah. Because as soon as you see Danny McBride, you're just going to be... But when I saw these two cops, I was like, Danny McBride should have been one of these cops. Like, I would have been completely fine with that because it's just that one scene. Right. And then they're killed or whatever. Yeah. So, so I, I wish one of them would have been dead. So she, the granddaughter hops out of the car and starts running through the forest by her grandmother's house. Which I thought was sort of odd because if the whole entire house was gated... How the hell did she manage to get through those woods to get to where Lori would have been shooting at inside of the gated house and get to the house? Maybe she's, I mean, she's obviously in touch with her grandmother, so maybe she knows a way to get in. True that. <laughs> so then the sheriff, the cops pull up to the thing, and of course Michael kills them and drives up to Lori's house as a sheriff. And that's when Lori's, the husband, walks outside to the sheriff's but car. I didn't want him to die. I liked him. I, I liked him. <laughs> I, I, sort of, I, I wanted him to die a little bit better than how yeah. he died. So... I loved how he had the, the sheriff's body up in there in the car set up, though. And that's when they, the gun goes off. Lori goes up, looks for her husband, and says, and notices that he's out there. She sees Michael, and she tells her daughter, he's here. Michael's here. And her daughter goes downstairs like she's supposed to. And that's, I swear, that scene right there, I was like, they're going to kill Lori. Like, that I really scene, thought she was going to fucking die. That scene where he done. grabs her through the door. I, I thought she I was going to die, and I was getting pissed. So was I, because I was just like, if they kill her off yes, like this. I was fucking done. I mean, I don't. I was expecting her to die in the movie. I was not. She I was. Die. Why? Because her daughter and her granddaughter then play. They weren't. They weren't. Their roles were not strong enough to me to take up her spot. Like her daughter to me. Oh, I think her daughter would have been because it would have been more of a like a uh, what you were shown as a child is kind of dormant now. Like it's still there, but you don't use it because you don't need to. But when you're put in the situation where now your mother's been killed by Michael Myers. It's time for you to step up. And I think that would have worked, however... How they played it out was good, though, too. Yeah, but if if she had died that way, I thought that was going to be such a punk-ass way to go yeah. out for a character like that. But I loved, I loved their fight scene, how she... And, like, literally, her daughter goes down there, and then she starts to walk through the house looking for Michael. I love the closet scene when she goes to the closet first... Like well, then watch I watched the first movie, man. And then when she goes into each one of those rooms and hits that button, and that gate drops. I was like, "Yes, bitch!" <laughs> like she had her whole entire house fucking rigged for that man. And I like the scene. Um, you know what? And I love their fight scene in the room with the man- mannequins. I swear. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there a scene where Judith Meyer's tombstone is in somebody's house? I don't remember that. I, don't remember that. I swear that's in the trailer. 
Because that I mean that, that happens in the first movie. He steals the tombstone and then puts it in in the in one of the houses. But I swear that was in the trailer too for this movie. I, have to look I forgot that. about that. I'll have to watch the trailer again. Uh, so then they fight outside the mannequin room, and he pushes her over the edge. Which I like that mannequin scene because, like, um, you know he's in there. Yeah, you know. And you just there. don't know where he is, and the whole time, like, he's going to jump out from behind that one. And he comes from completely a different direction <laughs> than I was expecting. Yes, and it's sort of awesome. He knocks her over, and that's when the granddaughter comes in. Grandmother, mom. Grandmother. grandmother. And he turns around and looks. And Laurie Strode's laid out on the ground. Like, That's my name. And I love that scene though. It's a, it's, a, it's played off of the other one too. Which one? Where he gets he falls out the window. She looks down and he's there, and then turns oh, around, yeah, yeah. looks back, Absolutely. and he's gone. This movie is just full of homages. And I love that to though. the other movies. I love Most how of them. she got him like that. I love yeah. that scene. So then the daughter hears hears her daughter and tells her, "Come down here, come down here." And that's when they go down there, and she's like, quiet. And then you, it's that big old scene where it comes out. She notices her rifle with her initials in it yeah. and grabs her gun. She actually has to get her gun. Karen. Is there, that her name? It was KS. Yes. Yeah. KS, Karen Strode. So <laughs> so she's standing there, and you hear Michael's little heavy-handed ass trying to knock over because they were up under... They were in the basement, up a hidden basement. Yeah, it's under underground. The, the buffet or whatever yeah, you want to call it. The breakfast nook. Yeah. And he ends up knocking over the breakfast nook as he's and she's down there. Which she hold her on, hold on. That scene where he where they're under that and he's. I mean, it takes him a while to to break it off, but. To me, I would think that Lori would have that a lot more secure where that couldn't happen. I'm just saying. It took him a while. It took him a while, but come on. If a human, well, again, Michael Myers is no Not human. Yet. So then you hear her, Mommy, I can't do this. Mom, where are you? I can't do this. And then he he walks into her and she's sight. And like, gotcha. And then shoots him in the neck. Yes, which I think it wasn't even... Oh, like we forgot to mention... Shoulder. We forgot to mention that Lori blows his fucking hand off with a shotgun. Oh, yes. I forgot <laughs> that whole entire scene. Well, we didn't forget the scene. We just forgot that was yes. when he's grabbing her through the door and shit. Yeah, she blows shot. his fucking hand off. Yes, which like, I thought was... I think he's only got, like, two fingers or something yes. like that left. That's how she finds him, because she follows the blood yeah. drips. So then, as her daughter shoots him, she says, out of the black, here she comes, says, Happy Halloween, Michael. Which, okay, best fucking thing in the movie because it's if you watch the first movie when she's like being attacked by him and everything and she's looking from the house there's a scene where she's standing there and she's standing in a dark doorway and then really softly you just see the mask come out of the shadow and it's very reminiscent of that and she's kind of like in half shadow and she says happy halloween michael and that's not something that hasn't been done in any of the other movies because like let's not forget buster rhymes so he's like, think. trick or treat, she says, hey, motherfucker. And I know they get to fighting. Does she shoot him again? Is that how he ends up falling down the stairs? Probably. I don't remember. And then she tells her granddaughter and daughter to run up the stairs. And they run up the stairs. And, of course, Michael hops up and grabs her daughter's leg. He sits straight up. Yeah. Just, just like. And then <laughs> you see them pulling on each other. And that's when the granddaughter grabs a knife and stabs at his ass. Yep. Where he has to let go of the mom. Which I, you know what I liked about this? And I don't know if it's really like, if you really notice it. But you have all three generations of the Strodes. And they all stab him or shoot him. Yes. In that scene. Yeah. And, and it's not like in your face. But I remember sitting there and I was just like, all three of them have attacked him in one way or another. Yes. And I liked that. I liked that too. <clears throat> and then she pulls her daughter on and she said, baby, I lied to you. It was never... It was never my cage. It was a what it was a said? trap. It was a trap. And then these like spikes come out and like trap him under in you know uh, in, the, in basement the basement or whatever. But, yeah, and then all of a sudden you see gas she, is just being the, like leaked into the. And she starts pressing buttons in cabinets. 
But then they good. stand there for a while. Like the the house is filling with gas. But they're just like hanging time. out in I there. She had a time to start in there but the house was like fully on fire, and they're like just all like hanging out. Room she had set up. Yeah. I was like, even the dollhouse in her daughter's room had a fucking gas yeah. room behind it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? She had the whole entire house now, set up. Let me talk. About, let me talk about this ending. I think this ending is very bland. Yeah. I I think that there should have been a much more. I don't want to say explosive. Like, I'm not expecting him to be blown up, but, like, there should have been a bigger ending. all that gas to me. Because I'm just like, oh, wow, they set him on fire. They've already done that before. But what else I noticed that was sort of weird, though, too, was the only, like, because you notice the window in the basement when the daughter gets her gun. You see a window and a gated window that's right there. Okay. So, you know he got out through the window. You don't know anything. You can, all you want. I'm just saying this is. At the end of the credits, he's breathing. Do you think that he's watching the credits and then he's just like, I'm going to start breathing now? He's breathing. It's a sound effect over the credits. It's Halloween. If the movie does well enough, they're going to make a goddamn sequel. Of course. So they blew him up in the second one and then he was back in the fourth one and the fifth one and the sixth one and the seventh one and the eighth one. They cut his goddamn head off in H2O and they found a way around it. They'll find a way around it. I know, but I... Don't, don't sit here and be like, well, that's how he got out, or that's what happened there. And then they somehow randomly make it down the thing, uh, thing and have the granddaughter go running, stop the do- stop a random truck yeah. coming down the street, and they, you see them in the car in the end. The end. It was still an awesome movie, though. It was really awesome. It's a movie, when I walked out, I was like, I don't know how I feel. I mean, it's not bad in any way, but it I don't... It took a minute to settle yeah, because now I'm, like, looking forward to going to see it again. Yeah. But it wasn't a movie where I walked out and I was like, that was so awesome. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm saying I, I felt pretty good about it. I, I think it's definitely, because most people are saying intense. it's the best sequel. And I, I guess I agree because it's it's the most realistic sequel. Yeah. Like, the, the other one's not that they're not realistic. They're more popcorn-y type, like, like entertainment movies. the one movies? where the little girl was dressed up like a clown? And he was always chasing after her. Who was, was the fourth she? one? Who was she? That's his, uh, it was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's niece. Lori's niece. No. Lori's daughter. What the fuck is wrong with me? Lori's daughter. Yeah, so it was Michael Myers' niece. Okay, so they're still playing it off a of brother and sister thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't. Was she in that one? She wasn't in that one. Her picture was in it. Well, where was she? She was dead. How'd she die? Car accident. Uh, okay. <laughs> I gotta go home and watch Halloween. That's uh-huh. what I'm doing tonight. Have fun. Well, I'm only one I'm gonna watch is H2O because I like that one. What's the first one? Yeah, it's like I watch the first one. I don't know if I can get into it. Alright, so rating. Out of? Four. God, I can never remember. Four. Three. I give it three and a half. I think I'd probably do it three yeah, and a half. Yeah, because I think it's uh, I think it's a great movie. And if it wasn't for that damn doctor, I probably would have gave it a four. <laughs> I, what's funny is most people like you hear people that are like, oh god, Jar Jar Binks ruined Star Wars, or this one character ruined this, or this one moment in this movie destroyed the movie. I've never come across a movie where I'm just like, well, that just ruined the entire movie. I don't think I can think of any movie where I'm just like, that one moment destroyed the entire movie. No, I don't think it can destroy the whole movie. I but but I'll tell you, if they went that way, if that's what they were going to do, I was done. I was like, this movie is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. 
Understandable. But they didn't, and I'm glad, but that was really pointless to put that in the movie, other than to enrage me for a, for a <laughs> few seconds. Plan. Let's do it to enrage you. Just for a few seconds, and then and then they didn't do it, and I'm like, okay. But it was moving on. It was definitely an awesome movie, I have to say. It's compared to a lot of the horror movies that have came out recently. Yeah. It's definitely done beat them a lot of And I'm glad that I think it's doing well. It makes up for the nun. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's doing well and I am glad because I'm a slasher fan and I want that I, I don't want the genre necessarily to like come back in a big way like it did when Scream came out, but I'd like to see it revitalized, at least for a little while. I enjoy mm-hmm. slasher movies. I don't think but I don't need them to make another Friday the thirteenth. Yes, I do. I do, and I need them to... F- they're making one, though. No, they're not. What did I say about Camp so, Lake? So, they have been talking about making a sequel to the remake, then they stopped doing that. They are like, we're going to do another remake. And uh, now there's some... I don't know all the details, but, but there's some legal... Was there something about Camp Crystal Lake somewhere, though? I think so. There's, there's, there's a lot of legal problems going on with Friday the 13th right now, from what I've heard. So, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I'm not tweaking. There was some preview about something at Camp Crystal Lake somewhere that I saw that scared the crap out of me. There was a video game. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, but there's definitely no movie yet. No, you know what? I know what it was. I was watching, you know, Supernatural. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know he was in Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, the remake. Yeah, and I when I watched it, I didn't know. Like, I was trying to see what movies they were in. I'm sorry, the remake? Yeah. Like, he was in House of Wax. I didn't know he was in House of Wax. Yeah. And I forgot all about House of Wax. The remake? That movie. The, the, only thing, the only thing in that movie I can't stand is the scene with the lips. That the, shit fucking me. For the people who obviously can't see this, I'm doing the air quotes. <laughs> because the Friday the 13th remake and the House of Wax remake are the loosest definition of a remake I've ever seen in my life. Well, for, I don't remember the remake of Friday the 13th. I don't really remember it either. I just remember walking out and being like that was an insult to the fans. Not because it was a bad remake, but because they... From what I remember, again, I haven't... I tried to watch it a couple years ago again, and I could not get through it. I I feel like that they were like, well, what's Friday the 13th known for? Tits and drugs. So let's make sure there's a shit ton of that in the movie, and it doesn't matter what the story is. We're just gonna have a lot of tits and a lot of drugs, and I, I I I thought that was an insult. I also thought it was an insult to have Jason be holding somebody hostage. Um, Jason holding. Somebody yeah, hostage. exactly. Because she looks like his mother. Like, I'm sorry. I understand that Jason's like a mama's boy. It's like the whole thing. But he's he doesn't hold people hostage. He just kills them. Wasn't Jason's mom the killer in one of them? In the first one. Did I ever tell you a story about when I met the actress that played her? Mm-hmm. I met her at a convention once, and she's one of the sweetest people you could ever meet in your life, but she hates that movie. She only made the movie so she had enough money to buy a car, and I don't think she ever thought that it was going to stay with her for the rest of her fucking life, but it did. Oh, so wow. when I met her, she... Um, she wrote, first of all, she told me, I, I had her sign my Friday the 13th poster, and my Friday the 13th poster was kind of ripped up because I didn't take a really good care of it. And uh, she's like, oh, you got some terrors in the poster. I was like, yeah, I'm going to put it in a frame now that you got because I got a bunch of people to sign it. And she's like, and this is so funny, she's like, you know what you need? Scotch tape. <laughs> and I'm like, 
yeah, thank you. <laughs> and and then uh, when we were leaving for the weekend, we were at the hotel, and I was walking. I didn't realize she was staying on the same floor as us. So I was walking back to my hotel room to get more of my stuff, take it down to the car, and she's walking towards me, and she said good morning to me. And I'm just like, Mrs. Voorhees fucking said good morning. Like, this is so weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I, I thought she was a really nice person, but... Anyway, that was completely off topic. I just wanted to say that. So, all right. Um, you haven't seen the, the new Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if I told you about this or not. All right. I understand I'm a naysayer most of the time. So let me get through before you roll your eyes. Okay. <laughs> um, Pet Cemetery is my favorite Stephen King movie. I read the book. I love it. I think it's a great movie. When they came out as for a remake... Uh, usually I hate remakes. I go see them, I give them a shot, but I don't want remakes. I just, I think they're pointless. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're, we're, we're remaking Pet Cemetery. It's like, oh, all right, I'm interested. Because it's another Pet Cemetery movie, all right? Fine, I'm interested. And they were like, John Lithgow is playing Judd Crandall. I was like, okay, I'm interested. I like John Lithgow, he's a good actor. I, I think Fred Gwynn's never going to be fucking replaced because he played that part perfectly, but I'm interested. And they showed the picture of John Lithgow, and I was like, I, I don't like that. He's got this big, bushy, white beard. I'm like, okay, that's not going to deter me from watching the movie. It's the way a character looks. I don't give a shit. Trailer's coming up. Excited. Watch the trailer. I'm like, I, I, I don't know how to feel, honestly. I don't have one feeling one way or the other. Okay. That trailer looks weird. Like, they've got kids wearing masks, like playing a drum walking towards the fucking pet cemetery. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, and I don't like John Lithgow's performance in the trailer. I got you. I think it's very cardboardy. You gotta... You gotta... I don't know what you. So you just blindly watch movies and don't give a shit if the actors are good or not? Hmm. Depends. Yeah. No, I'm very, very picky, so I'm yeah. not even going to say that. So I'm very, very picky when an actor sounds like he's reading off a cue card. And that's kind of how I got that from John Lithgow's performance in the trailer. But, that being said, lots of trailers have different readings in the trailer than what's in the movie. I gotcha. And it could be great. John Lithgow is a very good actor, so... Better ideas. So, yeah. I'm interested, but anyway, so we're done. So go uh, wolfbanebloomscom Check out articles and stuff on there and their other podcast, and um, listen to that fat guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Because he doesn't. Because I, I don't at all. At all. <laughs> go see Halloween. Yes, you will not be <clears throat> upset. And that's it. So thanks for uh, stopping by. Woo-hoo!